Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wicked Case Podcast. I am host number one, Kuka. Host number two, Revkin. <laughs> Hi, people. Hi. We're uh, back after a couple-week hiatus. Um, so let's let's break this down. We'll real break quick, it down. Right? Break it down real yeah. quick. So first things first. Let's get this right out of the way. Um, the NFL season's over. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Um, our condolences out to the victims of the shooting that happened during the Kansas City Chiefs parade that should not have happened. Yeah, that was terrible. Hell of a football game. Did not win any money on DraftKings, but that's okay. <laughs> it was a really good game, though. Uh, feel bad for the Lions in the NFC Championship game that they choked because obviously we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the Chiefs are going to try to do a three-peat and become the first team in NFL history to three-peat in the Super Bowl in Super Bowl history. So, I, I mean, see, there's a possibility depending on what pieces lot, they get. It's going to be a lot of changes. There's a lot of big free agents this year in the NFL, so we'll see. But we'll save that chat for maybe a month or two down the road when we're talking about the NFL draft and stuff. What we want to talk about is the show. So for those loyal listeners, and I know specifically I'm going to name drop Colin because Colin has listened to a lot of our shows, almost all of them. We have had ventures in the past and maybe one day we've, I know we've brought it up on the show. We've had ventures in the past where we've done stuff and stuck with it for maybe a month or two. And then it kind of just faded away because Life got in the way, and when we started doing this show, the podcast, uh, where you can find streaming on all services as well, <laughs> let's get that out of the way quickly. Yeah, um, we were like, no, we we really need to kind of give it the gusto and push hard for it to make it successful, because we don't really like our nine to five jobs, and we were trying to do this. And what we found though was, is as much as we're trying to do this, life does unfortunately get in the way. Things do happen, and. As it turns out, it costs an awful lot of freaking money to have a very popular podcast. A lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money for advertising, mostly. Yeah. And obviously, you could put in a lot of money. You could put in a couple hundred dollars, but you may not generate generate back the revenue that you want that's yeah. going to make you be able to sustain this as a full-time job. Yeah. So first and foremost, for anybody who's still been listening, no matter where you are in the world, Germany, Spain... Anywhere in the Europe's, uh, in the Europe's, in Europe, <laughs> in the Europe, in the Europe's, just like Bret Hart with the, when he said the WCW, he always called it the WCW. <laughs> he did. I'm just, I'm not even joking. Uh, anywhere here in the U.S., uh, anywhere else, uh, China, Japan, Mexico. I know we've had people all over the place. Yeah. Who have tuned in and listened. Who have tuned in and listened to us. Uh, first off, we greatly appreciate any support that anybody gives. We apologize for the lack of content over the last several months between Kyle moving, uh, him being sick, me being sick. I had to help out my grandmother. She had a knee surgery. She's doing fine for anybody who would like to know. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. And then, of course, there's my potential move in the fall to uh, Tennessee, which even if that does happen, Kyle and I have already had a contingency plan that I'll call into the show. Like a like if we had like Steph on the show, I'd call into the show and we'll still get something done. It just won't be face to face. And then obviously when I come to town to visit, we'll obviously do a show while I'm in town. Yeah. So we're our plan too is uh to make a bunch of pre done episodes so that way there at least is some content out in case if something does come up. And there are parts on this show that I would have liked to like series that I would have liked to continue. Like we, we did a pretty good job with the say what series where we had a bunch of stuff. 
we did the conspiracy theory one, and that kind of had a bit of backlash from YouTube, so we've kind of pulled back on that just a little bit. True. Um, we've had, you know, obviously we've we're known for our bunch of games, and that's kind of just like us not necessarily running out of content, but just being like, "What do you want to do today?" And he's Kyle goes, "I don't know," and I'm like, "Well, we got words with friends over here, or <laughs> we've got something to play." And he's like, "Yeah, okay." And, we try to find something that's entertaining, that's something that I would want to listen to that would make me laugh, especially if I'm just not having a good day. So, again, we apologize for it. We do want to try to be up on this more. Um, I know Kyle sends his apologies yeah, to everybody out there in Radio Land that's listening to us, or Podcast Land, I guess. And it's not like we're trying to make excuses. It's just we uh, life has been so busy for both of us recently i mean the, even, mo- the move was the biggest thing the for move you. the move was a huge thing i i just got a new puppy that's requiring a lot of time a lot of time a lot of time poor sadie very, uh, her name's sadie and she's a six-month-old mountain cur mix um and she just she's peeing pooping all over the house trying to get her house broken i think you kind of left that part out just you know listen the people need to know that she's peeing and pooping oh, wow. and that's i have to spend my time cleaning up piss and poop and don't need to know that i I try to take her out and she shakes like a leaf she's like super scared so but that being said um we again appreciate any feedback that we get from the show i know obviously we don't get too many emails we don't get too many phone calls we don't get a lot of social again we're not active as much on social media as we should be and i know there was a time frame where we had talked to steph about maybe having her be a social media manager to kind of help us out which she was on board for but then she's run into her own issues with life stuff so yeah she's she's told me that she towards the end of the year from like um thanksgiving all the way through like past her birthday in january she's just spent because there's so much stuff she has to do Mm. and she's like i have to turn off my social battery let it charge and then i'm good for like maybe a month or so so i'm like that's in in like a month or so and i'm like that makes sense so yeah but um we're gonna go back to our roots today because we haven't done one of these in a long, long time. And we're going to discuss some wrestling stuff. Wrestling. Wrestling stuff. Uh, this is something that we're both fairly passionate about. Although I'd be lying if I said I've watched every episode of Raw and SmackDown. Same here. I catch the highlights. I know what's going on. I have the basic gist of what the road to WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia looks like. So we're just going to kind of discuss what's going on. We'll maybe make some pre-predictions for Elimination Chamber because... It's on next Saturday at 5 o'clock in the morning because it's all the way down in Australia. Yeah. That was not an Australian accent, but <laughs> we just went for it. I mate. Crikey. No, that was like. I mate? That's like Scottish or Scottish. Irish. <laughs> you needed to bring up, you had to bring up the crikey. 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 Good day. Good day. We're going to go down to Perth, Australia. Go <laughs> see the How Ridiculous Boys and play with Rexy. Oh, Rexy. Yeah, have a go. <laughs> Have you been watching any of their videos? I watch all of them. Okay. All right. Quite literally watch all of them. Since you introduced them to me and I looked them up, I went back to the, like their original catalog of like when they were just doing trick shots. Yeah. Got through the trick shots, got to through the tower years <laughs> where everything was being dropped off a tower. And now I, they're on there. As soon as I see them post a video, I try to watch it as soon as I possibly can. Same here. The the hill that they've been doing shit on has been pretty cool recently. Oh, the ski jump. Yeah. The ski jump. In, yeah. Uh, Utah. Yes, sir. Yep, rolling uh, golf balls and golf balls, basketballs, uh, soccer balls, or footballs, or whatever you want to call them. Oh yeah, there's so much they can do with that. Oh yeah, I think they always find these like really cool things, and then they get ideas and they just go with it. 
Something similar to what we should do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to do something like that, but you, you know how much money they probably have to spend to get a day at one of those ski jumps or, you know, things like that? Yeah. I mean, it, it would be pretty cool. Got to spend money to make money, though. Uh, yeah, I know, right? All right, so Road to WrestleMania. We don't have a car sound, but if we did, insert car sound. Dummy. Yeah. No. No, no, I'm just saying. That's oh, the Road okay. to WrestleMania. That's, the, that's LA Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's go in the time machine for a minute. Uh, so Cody won the Royal Rumble. I think we've talked about that. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. Okay. Well, Cody won the Royal Rumble, for those of you who don't know. And who won the Women's Rumble? What the fuck? That was... um Bailey. Bailey. Jesus yep. Christ. I had a brain <laughs> fart there. <laughs> Holy smokes. Wow. Yeah, I know the feeling. Believe me. Uh, I just felt the smoke in my brain. Oh, man. <laughs> Bailey has challenged EO Sky for the SmackDown Women's title. And for those of you who I'm sure already know now, Damage Control has kind of dissipated a bit or not necessarily dissipated it's more of just like an asian invasion i guess i could say <laughs> it is it is it yeah. is it's oscar it's dakota not dakota guy it's oscar eos guy and Kyrie sane yeah i find that interesting though that they split up the group based because now dakota is with bailey or like allegedly so allegedly allegedly so so um that's going to be a hell of a match at the pay-per-view at WrestleMania, obviously, in a few months in April. Looking ahead now to it, I think Bailey's going to win it. Bailey has not had a title in a really long time, and I think I think she deserves it. Bailey's been also on a face on a heel run for a while, so I think turning her face, maybe not quite going back to like the hugger days, but I'll tell you this right now: if they were able to keep it all under wraps, and WrestleMania came up, and Bailey came out, and all of a sudden you just heard that. And the wacky waving people came up, the crowd would go nuts. Oh, yeah. And she'd come out, there ain't no stopping. And she'd be doing the whole hugger. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. That'd be be great. I think she has to do it at least one more time. And and of all places, bring it out at WrestleMania. Like I said, you have to keep it under wraps. Nobody can know about it. Although it'd be kind of hard to disguise the the giant wacky (laughs) waving tubes. But you could figure something out. Yeah, I mean, worst worst case scenario, you kind of like maybe you just don't have. What I would say is maybe you just don't have it like in person, and you just have Bailey come out to the song, and maybe you have like one or two hidden that you couldn't see them, and then the rest of them are like the the um, AI the the screen effects that they have that they do now. Oh yeah, like the AI yeah. effects where like the two people would be like waving and stuff. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Oh yeah, that'd be so good because obviously people were shocked when Seth came out to the Shield theme and had the. the just to fuck with, you know, uh, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's going to be good. Uh, leading to, I'm going to say a lot. I'm working on it. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> leading to the Chamber match, obviously, coming up next week. Right now we have uh, Bailey. Not Bailey. Just kidding. Becky. Mm-hmm. Becky, Liv, Naomi, Bianca, and Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton. There's still one more spot to be filled. I'm guessing they're going to fill it either on Raw this week or SmackDown for next week because they're already pre-taping SmackDown because they're going to be heading to Australia this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the winner of that match, I am going to under, be under the assumption or assume that they're going to be taking on Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania because Rhea Ripley is not losing in her hometown against Nia Jax. No. I'll bet the farm on it. It's not happening. 
Yeah. It's absolutely not happening. Rhea Ripley is one of the bigger stars that they're promoting for this event because of the fact that she is the hometown person. Yeah. Just like Grayson Waller will probably get a little bit of love because Grayson Waller is also from that area. So True. As far as a winner, if you're picking out of the five of the six women right now, Liv seems like a pretty good candidate. Liv and Rhea would be a good match. Becky and Rhea obviously make sense. Yeah. Bianca, Rhea, because then you could move Bianca to, because they've had battles in the past, you could move Bianca to Raw and mix things up just a bit. What is up with your phone right now? We're trying to do a show here, and you've got all kinds of messages. My phone's on silent. Hey, we got something in the family going on. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, my uh, I I won't say what's going on necessarily, but it's something that people don't normally want to go through. No, I got you. Yeah, got you. Um, Tiffany Stratton could be a wild card in that too. The question is, does Tiffany Stratton win? Because I don't see Tiffany Stratton winning at WrestleMania right away. I I'm sorry, like no disrespect, but I feel like they have enough Karen personas in WWE like I think she's going to fall to the wayside eventually or develop a new persona. Well, she's she's being pushed pretty heavily if she's only been on the roster the main roster for a couple of weeks now and she's already going to be in a elimination chamber. Yeah, no, and I've watched her stuff and she's pretty good. She's pretty decent. Um cuz she's got the Karen personality, but she's got the she's got the moves like she's she, she can move pretty decently in the ring. Like she doesn't feel look like she would feel stiff. So, I I mean, I don't think they're going to necessarily push her that quickly right away. I don't either. That's unless why they have big plans for her. No, I don't think so either. I don't. If if someone's going to... Rhea's been champion for, what, almost a year now? Yeah. So, if someone's going to dethrone her, it's going to be somebody that's considered a credible threat. Like I said, Liv, Bianca, Becky, all make sense. All are logical. Yeah, those are those are all logical choices. Switching gears now, which is, you know, a vintage Michael Cole phrase. <laughs> <laughs> the men's side, the chamber match has already been um, set up. All six participants are ready to go. The winner will fight Seth freaking Rollins at WrestleMania. Yeah. And currently, uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, my God. My brain is fucking toast today. Brain fart. Dude. No, seriously. <laughs> I'm staring at people's faces and know who they are. And I'm just like, uh <laughs> Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Logan Paul, and Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. LA Knight are your six men's participants in the re- Elimination Chamber with, like I said, the winner fighting Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. My guess is Drew, just because Drew didn't really get to have his title win moment with the fans in attendance because he won during the COVID era. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's the thing, too, with, like, a couple of other options that you can kind of rule out. Like, Logan Paul, he has the... He um, has the U.S. title. US He's going to be fighting somebody at WrestleMania with that U.S. title. It could be L.A. Knight, and that could be L.A. Knight's first title. It could be Kevin Owens. It could be a plethora of people. Yeah. I wouldn't actually mind seeing... See, I don't know if they're going to treat him as a face or a heel, though, in this uh, run. So, SmackDown signed Braun Breaker to their show. Nick yeah. Aldis did. Braun Breaker maybe winning at WrestleMania against Logan Paul to take him out and winning his first title like right off the bat, yeah, would be a big statement because obviously Braun Breaker is going to be a huge star as yeah. long as they don't fumble him. Yeah, uh, KO. I just don't see KO and Seth at this point. Randy Orton. I, yeah, I could see Randy Orton, but 
but uh, like yet again, both Randy and and Rollins are kind of faces, and you think they'd have two faces face off at WrestleMania. I mean, they did it for WrestleMania six when it was Hogan and Warrior. It was the first time it was ever done, and the fans didn't know what to do. But Randy Orton's been in the spotlight for so long; like he doesn't he doesn't need it. No, I don't think he'd eat the last pinfall. I mean, he might, but and then L.A. Night too, like. I just don't think that it's his time right now. I think it's going to be Drew. With the character work Drew's doing, Drew is kind of a heel, but he's kind of a tweener right now. Like, you want to hate him, but you can't hate him kind of deal. Yeah. So, and I know they've had a bunch of matches between the two of them, but I think a Seth-Drew match would be good. Honestly, Mm -hmm. what you could do is surprise the fans, because if Seth can't go for too long because of his injury, I mean, try not to make it a squash match, but make it like a sub-five-minute match. Like, just have people, like, be completely shocked. Like, did you think anybody expected... Sheamus to beat Daniel Bryan in like 26 seconds or whatever it was that one year at Mania. Daniel Bryan got a kiss from AJ Lee, turned around, took a bro kick, one, two, three, the match is over. And you were like, wait a minute, this is a title match. What the hell? Like, if you can pull it off every once in a while and shock people, you know, the same thing with uh, Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 25 when he beat uh, JB. I literally watched the entrances, went to go get something, and I came back and I heard the bell ring. And I'm like, did the match just start? And I see like Rey celebrating because he beat him. And I'm like, the fuck did I just miss? <laughs> I'm like, I just missed that whole match. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. And it, obviously, it's not going to be Logan Paul. No, it's not going to be Logan Paul. Logan Paul. I mean, you know, I, I do feel like Logan Paul has a lot of, like, good characteristics that, like, he probably will have a WrestleMania match with somebody for his title. Oh, sure. But I don't think that they're going to push him as a uh, world champion. No, here's... We're going to get to it at the end, and I have a genius idea for what should be done. Okay. Uh, we've also got a chamber. I, I'm going to guess it's for the tag team titles, mm-hmm. and it's Damian Priest and Finn Balor from the Judgment Day who would potentially be defending against. Do they have a name, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne? I thought it was the Bruiserweights. The Bruiserweights? Is that what it is? Okay. I thought so. I could definitely see the Bruiserweights winning the tag titles and letting – there might be some dissension between Finn Balor and Damian Priest because there kind of has been in recent recent times about who the leader of the Judgment Day is. And I don't know how much longer they're going to let the Judgment Day thing run, but I feel like with how good of talents both Damian Priest and Finn Balor are, you're kind of holding them back. Like mm. Finn, Finn should be trying to be competing for a title. Because again, I know he's had ma- multiple matches against Seth, but if Finn was in that chamber match... And Finn wins, and then Finn's like, now I got you. Now I'm going to get you, or whatever. And then let's say, let's say, they, think about this scenario, right? In the Judgment Day, Finn wins the title against Seth, finally has his moment. Seth doesn't like it, or whatever, and decides to cheap shot or curb stop it because it's Seth Rollins. You can do whatever. No one's really mad about it. Yeah. Damian Priest now runs out, cashes in money in the bank on Finn. So Finn was champion for a minute. Oh. Da- uh, Damian Priest cashes in on him, and now Damian Priest is the champion. And Finn's like, "What the fuck? What is all this about? Like, I'm. What are you doing?" Yeah. And then that basically breaks up the Judgment Day because now Finn's pissed because, you know. Yeah, you know, I, you know, honestly, I could see something like that happening. That'd be great. Yeah, That'd be great. Again, it's it's really hard for WWE to be unpredictable nowadays with all the dirt sheets and all the people that are out like. During Royal Rumble, I just stayed away from Twitter because I was like, I don't want to be spoiled by any surprises of anybody returning, and I'll be doing the same thing for Elimination Chamber. I don't want any surprises about who they think people are going to win, and especially WrestleMania, I don't want any surprises. Yeah. So for the Royal Rumble, who would you say was the biggest surprise? Naomi. 
Naomi. I think I don't think people expect. I mean, obviously, um, Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace was a yeah. big was a big surprise. There wasn't as many surprises as I thought there would be. What Andra- about for the men's? Andrade was a pretty big surprise. Andrade. Yeah, Andrade was a surprise for sure. I mean, aside from that, there wasn't really anything like crazy. Yeah, I mean, obviously it wasn't like you know, <laughs> like a few like years ago when they would have like twenty legends come out and like right. But you know, and I've I'm going to talk about that for a second and just divert off of the road to WrestleMania just for just a second. Yeah, you know, it's. Obviously, you know, there are different time frames in WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call it, where people won matches for the Royal Rumble because they were going to be like, you know, like 95. The talent pool was not great in 95. It's actually looked as like a bad time for both WCW and WWF mm-hmm. just because of how, how like bad, it wasn't that bad the business was, but they're just like, there wasn't a lot of interest fan wise, and if you go back and watch like 1995 wrestling, it's hard to watch. Like it's mm. brutal. Shawn Michaels won like the shortest Royal Rumble because the talent pool was terrible. Yeah, they had like Dick Murdoch who hadn't wrestled since like I think the 80s or whatever, like full time in that match, and they had a whole bunch of just like random ass people. Like go back and watch the 95 Rumble. It's not good. Like there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of shit gimmicks. Oh, I'm sure. Literally a lot. And it was the quickest Royal Rumble because each competitor was coming out in like 30 second burst as opposed to like the minute and a half or two minute burst they normally come out at. Mm. So, yeah, Shawn Michaels went coast to coast and went from one to 30, but it only took him like 45 minutes for the whole match. Whereas like people like Gunther just was in the match, what, for almost like an hour and 10 minutes? Like there's a big gap between that. Dude, that, and that's a long time to be in it's a match a like that. It's a long time to be in a match like that and to be active the entire time. Because there are obviously times where like like with Roman Reigns, when he was in, was it 2016, when he was the number one entrant in, when yep. he had his title, and then he got taken out by the, ready for this name drop, the League of Nations. The League of Nations. <laughs> <laughs> and he was out on the outside for like, 20, 25 minutes or whatever it was, or have seemed like it was forever. So he was technically still in the match, but he was resting while the rest of the match was going on. And then he got back into the match to finish. And then, of course, Triple H eliminated him, and it came down to Triple H and Ambrose, Triple H won. Why? Lol. Nobody cares. <laughs> but but it's just surprises in, like in Raw. I guess what I'm saying is surprises in the Royal Rumble are fun, but there's been a lot of times where they've been really bad. 2012 is a perfectly good example. Mm. Yeah, Sheamus won, but I I almost feel like you have to view like Royal Rumbles as like, what was the talent level that was in that match? Like if there was only like one or two people, um, The Rock in 2000 was the favorite to win because Stone Cold wasn't in that year. And everybody had pretty much was like, no, The Rock's pretty much, it's either The Rock or The Big Show, and everybody knew it was going to be The Rock. Oh, yeah. And it was pretty much already preset. But, like, 2012 is a perfect example. That was a Royal Rumble that had, you ready for this? Um, JBL, I believe, is a surprise entrant. Booker T is a surprise entrant. Michael Cole as a surprise entrant. <laughs> and then soon after, Karma as a surprise entrant. Yes, I remember that, yeah. yeah. Whereas now it's not as bad because you've got Raw, you've got SmackDown, you're able to somehow pull talent from TNA and then of course there's NXT and there's a whole there's a whole shit ton of names. I mean Braun Breaker could have easily been in that match and it's cool to have a couple of legends here and there, but if you're going to have legends, I want to it's got to be legends that like people wouldn't expect or legends that can still 
quote-unquote go. I don't need to see, like, I would not have wanted to see Hulk Hogan trot out there. And, like, <laughs> Could you like imagine? I'm glad he failed his physical because I don't want to see Hogan going out there and being doing the whole thing. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's a moment, but. Did he really fail the physical? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So they were planning on having him in there. And it, he... was, it was talked about, but, like, what point of the match do you put him in? And obviously, he's not going to want to take a vicious bump because of all of his, like, recent history. Dude. So, like, does Hogan just, like, come in and then just, like, attack somebody and then just, like, leave on his own volition and then just walk out of the ring and just pretend that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, or, or what I could see is, like, the, like during a moment when you have, like, uh, like, the Judgment Day or something ganging up on people and beating them up. And then you have, like, yeah. Hogan come out and throw a few, like, you know, somebody out or whatever. And then turn his focus to somebody else, and then he gets thrown out, you know? I guess. Like, something something like that, where he doesn't have to be in the ring long, but, you know, he, you know, he, he does the whole, like... Ear the, whole, the whole shtick. The, the whole, whole shtick. Yeah, yeah, I know. He drops a leg or two. Drops, yeah, again. I yeah. don't know how many bumps he'd want to take, though, so... Yeah. But anywho, so, to get back on the road... Let me turn back on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. So, that's just a quick... Like, Rumble surprises are fun, but, like, if you go back to watch like old rumbles some of them where you're just kind of like okay like yeah and you know what's crazy too is watch back from we started retalking in what 2014 2015 yeah go back to like that realm and just see like the names that are there that you know (laughs) like i'm not even kidding you like um i think it was from 2016 no 2017 one of the first entrants was um big Cass. And Big Cass and Enzo came out, and Enzo's doing the, my name is Enzo Amore, and I am. And the crowd is doing it like New Age Outlaw style with them. Yeah. And you can't teach. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how fucking over this was. Oh, dude, that whole so bit was over. over. Oh, I got us a cup of haters. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Just all of it. Yeah. So, um, so you've got the two women's matches that are uh, pretty much set. Well, obviously, Rhea Ripley will go, will, is going to fight somebody at WrestleMania. Yeah. So the match, I guess, we're excluding right now is Cody. Yeah. Cody and Roman, which which originally was supposed to be Cody and Roman, and then there was some stuff, which we're not going to talk about, but we're just going to say Vince McMahon. Yeah. If you know, you know. We're not going to discuss it because it's being discussed by people who are more credible sources, and we could give our thoughts and opinions on it, but honestly... I don't want to give Vince McMahon any extra time on this show that I have to. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you don't, don't look it up. Yeah. Just don't. But I feel like a lot of people who are wrestling fans have kind of known for a while that there was some shady shit going on. And now you look at it and you're like, this is worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I don't know if it's Chris Benoit territory, but it's pretty bad. Um. Yeah, it's... It's in that realm, though. It's definitely in that realm. Yeah, of like the darker side of wrestling. It's a very dark side of wrestling, and obviously the Dark Side of Wrestling series at one point will eventually have a Vince McMahon episode, and it's going to be brutal. Yeah, because there's no way that they can ignore this. No. So it's going no, 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 no. to come out. Oh, yeah. So they were trying to distract from it, and they were like, well, let's do Roman and The Rock a year earlier than expected and stuff. And we had talked about it before. Like, Roman Rock doesn't need a title match. It doesn't need any of that. It can just be a straight-up match between those two. Roman could lose the title this year at Mania, take a bunch of time off and rest like he has been, and then kind of set back up maybe like towards Survivor Series, start to kind of put the seeds of 
start planting the seeds for Rock Roman, have it continue at, Mania, at Royal Rumble, then, of course, have it continue at WrestleMania, have your match next year at WrestleMania 41, Rock versus Roman, you know, uh, Bloodline versus Bloodline, who really is the tribal chief and the Samoan family kind of deal. But they pushed it forward. I was honestly surprised, and I'm not saying that it couldn't happen, but with how few matches there are for this pay-per-view, for the, I'm sorry, premium live event, yeah. I don't know how long the running time is going to be, but I wouldn't have been surprised to see like a Rock Roman versus Cody Seth tag match. Yeah, yeah, that was something that I was thinking too, but... I don't know if they pulled the trigger on it. I mean, obviously the Rock's in tremendous shape, and it doesn't need to be a crazy long match. Like, I'm not expecting them to put out, like, a 45-minute banger, but you could do a 10- or 15-minute match just to kind of, like, give the fans something cool and then have, like, a uh, solo run-in and have solo, like, attack, and then... But I guess you don't want to kill anybody's momentum at the same time, too. And the biggest thing, which obviously could happen at any time, would be... You don't want to risk an injury this close to WrestleMania. You yeah, when don't. you have this big match coming up that people are looking forward to, yeah, you don't want to risk. So uh, so the Rock Roman was supposed to be a thing, and then the fans were like, nope, we want Cody to finish the story. And I was like, well, I mean, if they throw Cody in as like a triple threat match, and now it's Rock Roman and Cody for a triple threat, that'd be cool. But I'm glad WWE and Triple H kind of had the foresight to be like, we should probably let see what this goes. And the fans asked for what they wanted and they actually got what they wanted because normally they would be like, no, we're going to pull a Daniel Bryan on you again and and make you want and give you something that you don't want because, you know, nobody wanted Batista and uh, Randy Orton at WrestleMania 30. No. But you made us kind of sit through a bunch of bullshit and Daniel Bryan finally got to have his moment, which was great. And hopefully this year Cody gets his moment. So Yeah, and that's the thing too is like you can tell – WWE knew they fucked up, but The Rock knew it, too, because on that promo that he cut on Friday night, did you hear that? Uh, this Friday, this past, like yesterday? Yeah, this past Friday. Yeah. No, I didn't. So he basically, he said to the fans, he was like, you know, this, this is what you wanted. He goes, I, you know, you could have had The Rock and Roman at WrestleMania, but no, you had to have Cody. Oh, we want Cody. We want Cody to finish the story. And now look at us. This is where we're at. And like, so... That, like he even acknowledged that 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 like the fans were like pushing this really hard, so which rightfully so they should be. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Cody is somebody that like you know he's pretty much like close to John Cena, like not at John Cena's status, but the fans love him tremendously. Like ever since he's came in and started fighting, you know, feuding with Seth Rollins and you know all that shit and. He was just, he was destined to be at a, you know, where he is right now. Right. You know? Right. So. So, the other thing now that this is the part that I was going to add in so we can wrap this show up. Yeah. Here's what I think needs to happen. And I, I'm sure you'll agree with this. I don't know who's fit to take this from him. But what you do at WrestleMania is Cody beats Roman. Mm-hmm. Cody's now the. WWE Universal World Heavyweight Super Mega Awesome Nitro Champion. I don't know whatever the fuck <laughs> the belt's called. Whatever. Yeah, the Hollywood Championship. Whatever you want to call it, the the Acknowledge Me Belt. Sure. <laughs> I don't know who deserves or who's destined to beat Gunter for the IC title because he's held it for so long. I don't know who that person would be. Maybe it's Braun Breaker. I don't know who it could be. Yeah, but have somebody beat him at Mania as well. And now start a program 
between Cody and Gunter. Yeah. Because Gunter's already going to be in that tier. Gunter can be your quote-unquote heel. Cody can be your face. They yeah. already have history because they've been in the last two Royal Rumbles as Final Four participants. Yeah. And two years ago, it was the last two guys in the match before Cody won his first Rumble. Yeah. And have a program set up where those two can take you from Mania all the way through till SummerSlam and just do something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could see something like that happening, you know. Because other than that, who's, who's Cody going to be facing moving into the future? I mean, I guess it just depends. I mean, you know, you could have him feuding with, I mean. It doesn't, maybe, it's not going to be Randy Orton. It's not going to be The Rock. Roman's going to take time off. Solo's not a big enough star yet. Jimmy and Jey Uso are going to be, that's definitely going to be a match at Mania. will be brother versus brother. Yeah. Jimmy versus Jay. Um, Maybe like Damien. Damien Priest? Yeah. I mean, we don't even know what he's doing with his money in the bank. I guess maybe Finn could be in there. Finn, yeah. Finn could do it. But again, what are you doing with the Judgment Day stuff? Like, Yeah. So I guess it just depends. Like, are they done with the, like, you know. I don't know. Are they going to be done with the Judgment Day? Or are they going to, because if they start pushing it, they might add a new member to the Judgment Day. Yeah, but they already have like five, right? Because they've got, they've got uh, Dom, they've got Mommy, they have uh, Priest and Balor, and they've got J.D. McDonough. Yeah. So who do you need now as a sixth? Well, I mean, I guess it just depends because, like, if you think about it, they bring somebody in as, like, the real leader of Judgment Day. And who do you think... Sorry, I, mean, I don't mean to yawn. Who do you think that would be? Uh, who is the, quote-unquote, higher power? Yeah, yeah, that's... I mean, I guess it just depends... Trying to think of somebody that it we was, haven't seen it, in a while. It was Eric Rowan all along. It was Eric Rowan, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I you could uh, depending. Uh, I don't know what happens behind the scenes, but there has been talks about like Bo Dallas, like as like the Uncle Howdy character. Yeah, huh? like maybe he infests the Judgment Day and they turn into something different. You know, I mean, I I don't know what way the WWE wants to go. I nobody does. Yeah, so it, it, I I I mean it, we'll have to see. In, yeah, you know, there's a lot that's going to be happening between now and Mania because you still got another uh, month or so. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing what happens though. Looking forward to seeing how uh, Elimination Chamber turns out and how everything's going. So yeah. All right, so I think that wraps up our show today. Do you want to read or you want me to read? You can read. All that's right, it's fine. Uh, so we are the Wicked Caves Podcast. We're streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn. Deezer. And wherever you get all major podcasts as well as YouTube when we are available. You know, I mean, we're going to try to be available in the future more. But just keep a lookout for the shows. They usually drop on Sundays. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, the Bruins game is going to be on in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we have Bob Chusen, who I think is my favorite ESPN like hockey announcer because he brings a lot of passion to the game. Yeah. And I'm... Um, fucking psyched he's calling this game <laughs> oh really oh okay yeah. what happened to jack and brick it's not on nesson oh it's not on nesson it's on okay. abc oh okay all right it's part of the quadruple header that they're having or triple header or whatever it is oh they have leah hextall though that well that uh, that, <laughs> that ruins it sorry she's she's not great oh okay she's okay she's, i don't know who she is she's not a great play-by-play person Okay. She's all right. Like she doesn't. She's just mid card. Like not not lower mid card. Oh, like, lower mid card. Not good. Oh, okay. It's not good. Jeez. Like there was like a shootout game or whatever, and she was like, and they score. 
Like no, like if <laughs> no hear, passion. No, if you hear Bob with choosing, he'll be he's gonna be into it, and I can't. Oh, that's wait. awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, phone number seven seven four seven six four nine zero seven four. Email thewickedks at gmail dot com. Website www.thewickedks.com. dot com. Socials: Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter, but it's now known as X. Twitter X. Twitter X at the Wicked KS and patreon.com forward slash wicked ks um three two dollars a month i think it is mm-hmm. not a huge deal uh that wraps up our show for today <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it we're gonna try to get more content out there yeah you know, at some point yeah um i kind of want to bring back the do you remember series because we only did one episode and it was 90s nickelodeon yeah i kind of want to be able to talk about like Retro video games that we played as a kid, uh, retro movies that we watched as kids, uh, toys we played with. You know, I can respect that. I think we should do a few more of those episodes. You would also consider it one of uh, an acid-washed memory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Joe Murata and Michael <laughs> Quinn on acid-washed memories. Listen to them on all platforms as well because they are fantastic. Oh, okay. I will plug them. And I also plug their OVP, um, our Vantage Point podcast that I've been listening to a lot of. I started back when they started in 2017, and I'm only on like episode 25 or 26. But they put out really good content, so go follow them, give them likes, nice. Tell them that the Wicked Case said hi. They don't know who we are, but <laughs> well, Joe knows who I am. Him and I have tweeted a couple times to each other before, so oh okay. Nice. I wouldn't mind if I could trying to figure out a way to like have them do like a wrestling show with us. But they talk about like they talk about like retro shit. Occasionally, yeah. they'll talk about current day stuff. But they talk about a lot of retro shit. But having like a crossover with us would be good for more good for us than for them. Yeah. But it it, it would be cool. And also, any uh, any listeners out there who want to be on the show, we will also maybe potentially have you on the show and do interviews with you. So yeah. if you're listening and you want to hang out with us or and or call in, you know you got the phone number. We do. Yes. Yeah. And with that, we are gonna see see you later. Sayonara. Till next time. Peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Uh, uh, is this the button? Did the button? Wicked piss. Oh, okay. You almost, you almost hit this. <laughs> See you later. Wah, wah, wah. I can't believe you done that. Wicked pisser. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Peace out, bitches.